Welcome to the Four Lead Podcast, a safe place for everyone. Thanks for listening. My name is Sam. Today's guest is Dan. Dan, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Dan. I'm a father and a husband and uh, a police officer. And a friend of the pod. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that comes first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, so what's been up, man? What have you been in, what's been going on? Yeah, nothing really. Uh, had a son about nine months ago, and uh, it's been just absolutely phenomenal and great, and I highly recommend it to... Uh, people uh adults growing up and just bought a new house moving in the end of the month so a lot a lot of busy stuff so uh, how does like i mean I, I don't i don't have any kids i know about right like i guess if you're a woman you know you don't have kids but if you're a guy you know you can... it's a <laughs> yeah it could be that one night you yeah. know like a few years back in uh <laughs> rochester <laughs> but how's that change your life you know so Fortunately, you know, it, it takes usually eight or nine months for the, the child to develop and, you yeah. know, but you, you kind of get ready mentally to prepare. It doesn't just happen the next day. Like, yeah. you know, imagine if every one night stand the next morning, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you had a kid. Right? That would be crazy. You know, it'd be just absolutely nuts. But, uh, you know, so you're able to prepare and stuff like that, but nothing really prepares you for the, um, you know, the, the fact that like the kid's going to wake up every like two and a half, three hours yeah. in the middle of the night and you have to feed them and, you know, the, the, it, it's like so powerful because the kid is so dependent on everything that you have to do. Like the kid can't do anything yeah. for those first like three, four months. And, um, you know, then like little by little, the kid starts developing and, and he's able to like kind of start doing things on his own. Like, so where we're at now is, um, you know, he, he can hand himself food if, if you put it in front of him, like yeah. in a little bite-sized piece, he can... He can eat a, a piece of carrot or something, okay, or, or zucchini or, or, or you know, a piece of chicken or something like that. And he's starting to get teeth and he's chewing. And uh, you know, you have to, you can't just like, you know, feed him and go upstairs for an hour. Like you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I still, you know, you got to make sure he doesn't choke to death. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's it's great, man. It's great, and he's happy, he's so happy. And uh, you just see like like how. Uh, how focused he is, and it's it's really great. He like they they like because my my buddy he he just had a kid, and I was I was at his place yesterday. Like you could like sit, they like study your face. Like I'm like looking at this kid. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know too much about babies, but I sit like studying me. Yeah, and you notice that? Absolutely. Um. So, um, him and his uh, mother have been away for the last like couple weeks in New York visiting their family, and I've been down here. You yeah. know, I live in Maryland. I'm I'm working, and um, now it's like. When we FaceTime, he, he, I feel like he recognizes me via the FaceTime, just even on, a, oh. on an iPhone. And, and, you know, prior to that, like, like you know, maybe a couple months ago, he, he wasn't uh, maybe sentient enough to, like, really know what the hell was going on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when we would FaceTime, if we were away, you know, he would see a face on a phone and, and wouldn't even recognize me, you know, maybe, you yeah. know, maybe. But then now it's like his face lights up, he acknowledges me, he smiles. Um, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. You know, it, it really is great. You know, so what what made you decide to like pursue law enforcement? 
You know, it's a funny story. Yeah. You know, um, I have a really good friend from back home in New York, and um, we were hanging out, and it was like back in my degenerate days. You know? <laughs> and um, he was dating a girl in New York who was moving down to like Maryland somewhere, in, you know, in, in around Annapolis. And he was looking to get a job any way he could, and he was looking on like, uh, you know, Jobs USA, you know, for, for you know, some government job. Yeah. And um, the, the agency I work for currently popped up in this thing. So he goes, hey, you, you want to fill out an application with me? And we're drinking, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, you know, I'm a lifelong native New Yorker, never really – I mean, I've traveled outside the state for leisure and yeah. stuff like that, but never really considered leaving the state. Yeah. So I said, yeah, what the hell, I'll fill out an application. You know, yeah, no yeah. big deal, I'll fill out an application. doesn't yeah. cost anything. So he goes, all right, cool. Fill out the application. We get a test date. We have to go down to, to uh, take the test. And it's a you know, four-hour drive, four-and-a-half-hour drive minimum. Yeah. And uh, we plan out this drive together. We're going to split the expenses. You know, we're, we're 21-year-old kids, you know, whatever. And, or maybe we were 20. I, I can't even remember exactly. But um, the girl he was seeing, go, it was already down in, in Maryland. So I call him up a Thursday. I'm leaving the gym. I'm like, hey, Joe, uh, what time you want to leave tomorrow? Uh, you know, should I noon or should 2 o'clock, yeah. you know, whatever. And he goes, oh, man, I already left. I'm like, Joe, <laughs> we were supposed to go down together. Yeah. You know, what the hell? Yeah. He's like, yeah, she wanted me to come down for an extra day. And well, like, I mean, you know, when it comes between, I'm sure that they were doing stuff. Yeah, I'm know. sure. Yeah. You it's know. an easy but call. Like, Nothing personal. You know, just tell me about it. Give me a little notice <laughs> yeah. here. You know? like, it was, he, he was, his mind was focused on something else. I'm an understanding guy. You know? like, <laughs> but, you know, just give me a little heads up here. You know? like, <laughs> so, so the test was on like a Saturday, let's just say. Yeah. And uh, Friday afternoon at noon. I had this, uh, you know, Crown Vic uh, car, you know, yeah. and it was my first car. And I, I loaded up like a, you know, a weekend bag, like a duff, little duffel bag with, uh, you know, my clothes. And I put a suit in the, on the hanger. Yeah. And I sat in the driver's seat with the car off. And I'm thinking to myself, if I turn this car on now, I'm driving down to D.C. to go get a hotel and, and take this test. And I, I, you know, took a couple deep breaths. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I hope I can say fuck it on the podcast. Yeah, you can say whatever you, know. you want. Yeah. It's uncensored? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it is. We prefer not, or we try not to curse, but sometimes emotions get the best of you. Yeah, you of know? course. Yeah. I don't know how people don't curse. Like, it's just, it's not, it's made up words, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. language, yeah, you know? Exactly. I mean, language and culture. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need to say the F word. Yeah, so so I'm, I'm sitting in the car, and I'm, I'm just, you know, dwelling on, like, the fact that I'm having, like, oh, this is going to be a nice boys trip, kind of, for, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had to take a, a three-hour te- written test, whatever, big yeah. deal. But after that, we were going to. How many questions is it? Yeah, I was. A couple hundred? I mean, nah, might have been maybe 200. I, I oh, forget exactly. God. Maybe too fast. I, don't I hate Scantron tests so much. It was much. a three-part test. Oh, um, And if you failed any one of the parts, then you failed the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, you could have gotten a. A 99, a 99, and a 60, and you failed the whole thing. Yeah, you so know? It's like, even, even if just, the, the just, yeah. average was yeah, a passing grade. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to let one other person's actions affect what I do. You know, like, yeah. you know, so I said, screw it. I'm going in spite. You know, <laughs> <laughs> turned the car on, and I drove down to, uh, to, to DC, and I got a hotel room, and uh, woke up the next morning, and it was like, Five in the morning, maybe four thirty in the morning. I get there for the test. 
I did very well. I, I got like in the uh, high to mid nineties on all of the three parts. Yeah. So back back then, it, it mattered like how well you did was how quickly you'd go on to the next part. So. You know, if I got um, on the three parts, 95, 96, 97, and you got 85, 86, 87, I would move ahead of you in the, in the process. So, um, you know, I moved on with the process. And it was a long process back then, uh, especially being out of state, you know. So, um, you know, you have to do a psych, you know, polygraph, medical, stuff like that. Mm. And, and um, you know, that all went well. But, you know, it ultimately took like over a year to uh, kind of culminate where I got the job offer and the academy offer. And um, I remember it was maybe the beginning of October or middle of October. And I get this random phone call from a 202 number. I didn't even know that was a D.C. area code maybe at the time. I and I was just, just getting ready to go to the gym. And um, for some reason, I answered this phone that I didn't even recognize the number. And it was some sergeant in uh, recruiting or some sergeant in training saying, hey, we have an open slot, but it's in 15 days. Oh, my God. You know, so you got to move down here in 15 days. Yeah. Um, and I was like, done. <laughs> you know, like He's like, do you want the slot? And I'm like, sure, absolutely. I'll take the slot. And I'm like, well, you know, what's the worst that happens? That on, uh, oh, on yeah, Monday yeah. morning, I don't, I'm not there? Yeah, you just <laughs> got to pull the trigger sometimes yeah. on, uh, well, that's a bad phrase, but you just sometimes you got to like just jump into an opportunity. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, um, you know, I went down to, oh, so the, the Saturday before I went down, I went down for, um, it was November 6, 2011, I, I went down there. And November 5th, I already signed up for the Suffolk County Corrections exam. You know, oh, yeah. It wasn't a, a, exactly a job I wanted. I don't no, want to I couldn't imagine anything worse than being a CO. No, it just would be demoralizing, I think. You show up every day, and it's like you're going to work out of prison with yeah. like some, some guys that are you know not even good, bad people, a lot of them. Yeah, just, and, uh, um, it's like... But the way it works in Suffolk County is you have to pay like a test fee. It was like $100 to take the day. Just for the opportunity to take the test. The opportunity to fail yeah. it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, nobody should really fail that test. But, um, you know, needless to say, the Friday night before I'm leaving down for this already guaranteed job, yeah. I went out drinking <laughs> big time, you yeah, know. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I'll be dipped if I give the county $100 and I don't show up just to spit on the test, <laughs> you know. So... You know, I showed up. What'd you up, get on the test? When you, I don't know, ninety or ninety. So you were you were hungover and you got a ninety. But you know, in, in for as far as like twenty thousand people taking a test, uh, I wasn't even in the. That many people know, take the test. A videos. lot of people take that test. You know, just a ton of people take that test. So yeah. you know, I wasn't even nearly competitive enough to uh, to to you know get that job. Not that I would have taken it if they offered it to me. They could yeah. offer me the sheriff's job. I don't even know if I would want that. So what what is the difference between a sheriff? And police. Well, generally speaking, a uh, sheriff is a duly elected official by the people directly. You yeah. know, and, and uh, like a police department is a. Uh, so, but like everybody who's in the sheriff's is representative of that sheriff who was elected. Like the sheriff is just the head of that. Yeah, the sheriff is like the head of the agency. Okay, and, and then he has like you know under sheriffs and, and deputy sheriffs and stuff like that. And but he's know. the only one that's elected. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's elected and everybody else will probably be appointed under him, like as far as his management and stuff like that. And then, you know, in the county, um, you know, you have to take the test to uh, the civil service test to get the job. Yeah. And, you know, it's based on some merit, I guess, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who has precedence if like, like, how do they decide in a county or whatever, 
who who's in charge of the scene? If it's a sheriff or the cops or FBI, like how does that play? Well, I mean, the FBI is the uh, premium law enforcement agency in the country. They can take jurisdiction over just about anything they dis. Wait, they don't need. Yeah, they just come in and they're like, know, "This is us." I got friends in the FBI, and, and yeah, they're you know good Americans, most of them. Um, but yeah, they can they can deem like that they they'll take jurisdiction over any investigation that they they want. You know? Really? Yeah, if they have an interest in it, absolutely. And then what about cops and sheriffs? How do you guys figure it out? I mean, uh, I'm not sure how they do it exactly in New York, but uh, I mean, Suffolk County Police has like the ultimate jurisdiction I okay. think in the county within the county. But uh, obviously, there's smaller, you know, agencies in the county and and stuff like that. But I remember there's a big. Um, quarrel between the sheriffs and the uh, Suffolk police years back about the Long Island Expressway. Yeah, because the know, sheriffs, yeah. they used to be... Used to be Suffolk, Suffolk police. County. Yeah, and then it switched to the yeah. sheriffs. And, and there was a lot of uh, bitching and moaning about that. I, you know, I, don't, I don't know it's why a, they Something cared, like but. similar happened between de Blasio and uh, Cuomo with state troopers doing the bridges and the tunnels. Because like de Blasio said, like, hey, I, I'm in charge of the city. And then I guess there was some loophole that state troopers could run the like the metro stuff and he sent all his people down there yeah yeah i mean the state police can go anywhere in the state yeah end of story you yeah know? like what, what do they get who's gonna tell them otherwise you know and it's like uh i mean that guy de blasio was a, a loser <laughs> he was a clown yeah he was um that you see that the video he had where uh He's eating a cheeseburger and fries. They're giving people that were going to get vaccinated a free cheeseburger and fries. And he, he's sitting there eating it like, hey, you could get yours too. You I know? Mean, yeah, a, a cheeseburger and fries wasn't enticing for me to get anything. <laughs> no. You know, yeah. I mean, you think this happens on accident then? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, like, yeah, it's a, like I was born with the Ferrari, but you got to maintain the Ferrari, right? You yeah, can't, if you yeah. don't drive the Ferrari carefully and put the right type of oil in there, get the tires changed, it could just be a piece of junk. Very drive. expensive to yeah, maintain exactly. a Ferrari this also. Is, you know? <laughs> exactly. Very expensive. And the oil take, change is probably 20 grand. I got to take the right vegetable. Yeah. Pills, the right uh, juice or fruit pills, the right protein shakes. I mean, I'm drinking water every day. Anyway, enough about me. How you been? I've been great. You know, just absolutely great. But yeah. uh, you know, so that was kind of how I got into it. Is uh, you know, just a, a whim decision, a random decision, and uh, took the test. Did well. Went down there. Did well enough uh, in all the other process, and got through the academy. Got on the job. You know, so I've been on there for you know almost 13 years. Wow. When, how do you have twenty to retire, or is it thirty? Federal law enforcement is uh, twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm uh, almost halfway there. You that's know? crazy. You're not even old. Well, I'll be thirty five in a couple weeks. Yeah, know? but I mean, you you don't look thirty. Some people. See, the thing is, when you're like fifteen, right? Everyone looks the same age. Yeah. When you're like twenty, everyone looks the same age. When you're 25, you start to see the difference. Well, that's in high school, it's good if you look older. You can buy beer. You, know, you can go to the gas station. The guy doesn't yeah. care. He's like, oh, I look yeah. 21. He's yeah, good enough. Yeah. Here's the beer. But, you know, you know like when – because people stop playing sports and working out and maybe they get like a job where they're working – like we were talking about earlier, like midnights or whatever. Yeah. And then they let themselves go. And you can, you can see a guy who's the same age as you and look 10 years younger. Well, actually, uh, I was complimented the other day uh, by a, a guy I arrested. He said, you're 30, almost 35. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm older than you, my man, you know, uh, you know, he, he was like in his early thirties and then he's like, I thought you were in your, you know, eight, late twenties. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, water every day, you know, I, <laughs> black coffee every day. There's, there's nothing better than when someone says like, when you're like, they're like, what are you, 24? Well, like, I was thinking, yes. is he just trying to butter me up? But he was already under arrest. So yeah. it didn't make a difference. No, then, I mean, I wouldn't you know? think, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to tell like age, like what does a 35 year old look like? I don't know. It could be. 
You know, because yeah. I've seen some rough 35s. I mean, some people have different mileage on them. You know? <laughs> yeah, somebody's smoking like a pack a day. Yeah, and oh, man. Wake, yeah, but. People exposed to the elements more. You, know, yeah. you should see some of the, uh, some homeless people like real rough, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you'll be dealing with somebody, you're like, that person's 60 and then they're 42. Oh, you man. know, it's like really bad. They, I, I always feel like. They got a face like a catcher's mitt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but ho- homeless people is. It's sad because I, I'm a huge like Reddit reader. I don't, I don't have a Reddit, but I read a lot about it. And I have a Reddit and I don't read it. Really? So, yeah. Do you post or no? No, I don't know. I, bear, I have it for like working out, barbecue, and uh, maybe uh, gun stuff. Yeah, yeah. But no, like they, I think California just did something where they're trying to like get a house for every homeless person. And it's not – the problem with like homelessness and stuff like that – it's deeper than just giving them a house. It, that's a it's a mental issue. Absolutely, um, and like you can throw like just giving a person with like mental issues who that is a house isn't going to solve their problems. You know, hundred percent. Well, it is a lot of mental and then drug addiction. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. behind mental. Yeah, maybe hand in hand, but uh, you know, there, there's certain homeless people I've encountered that uh, have the access to housing and. They just don't care. They just don't want it. You know, That's what I'm saying. There's, there's shelters you know? and yeah. stuff, and you got people. I mean, the shelters are really bad places. A lot of them too. But uh, you know, but I, I would assume that in the winter time, I'd rather be in the shelter than you know out on uh, thirty degrees street. You know? Oh yeah, I mean anyone. Yeah. yeah I mean, if I was ever homeless, I'd go south. I'd wind up in Florida. I'd be on a beach. You know, that's yeah. Uh, how it, I'd, it, I'm I'd gonna either be in San Diego or like Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I would just be working out and sleeping on the beach. Yeah, like who would be homeless in New York City? You know, I, I assume they, there's more economic opportunity for like, what squeegeeing yeah, and yeah, and asking for money. Yeah, yeah, I feel like maybe that's the only reason you do that. But um, yeah, but back to like, I don't think anyone chooses to be addicted to drugs or whatever alcohol. Like, and like, I think it's it is a mental. Like, I think there's a, like I don't think you have a, an addiction problem without a mental issue as well. Oh, absolutely, they, they definitely go hand in hand. Yeah, I, I would guarantee that. So do you see a lot of, uh, like, homeless in, in your line of work? Uh, I mean, it, it's a significant problem in D.C. It's gotten a little better, maybe post-COVID. So um, what, do you, what do you do? Do you just take them to shelter or? I mean, you know, they're, they're free to roam, I guess, if they're not breaking any laws. Yeah. Uh, I can't just uh, seize somebody, uh, you know, for, and, and drag them to a shelter and throw them in there. Like, yeah. you know, I mean... I can recommend, hey, buddy, how you doing tonight? Uh, you know, there's a shelter three blocks away down, you know, down the street, uh, you know, that type of thing. But, you know, I, I can't compel somebody to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, yeah, that's the unfortunate part is, you know, there's places for people to get help, right? It's just like, do they, if you don't want to get help. Oh, absolutely. I mean, D.C. has a lot of uh, different uh, assistance for people. Yeah, and... Um, you know, hospitals, mental wards, homeless shelters, mm. missions. Um, they, they hand out a lot of food and stuff like that. I mean, uh, uh, Salvation Army does a lot of good work. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, it has gotten a little better. But, um, you know, around COVID, they literally were uh, tent encampments, you know, where you were uh, – you couldn't even walk through this tent encampment without, like, stepping in, in something that you didn't want to step in. It oh, was God. really bad. Yeah. And um, – you know, like, yeah, I mean, these people have a lot of mental illness and, and, and drug use, and it's like, you know, people committing crimes amongst each other. It's like their own little, like, hierarchy of, like, they had, like, a mayor almost in the... <laughs> in the tent know. city? Or yeah. 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 I was in L.A., and they had blocks like that, tent cities. 
Um, it's crazy, but so is 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 being a cop? That's the only real job you've had, like. Uh yeah, I mean I I, I got hired. Uh, I guess I started the academy. When I was twenty three years old. So what did you do before that? I was in college. I had college like jobs. You know. Where'd you go to school at? Went to Suffolk and Suffolk Community, and then yeah, I, I from... finished uh, there. And I was going to go to Stony Brook, and I got the job offer. Yeah. And um, I said, you know, I could I could accrue more debt, go to college. Then at the end of that tunnel, I'll have to get a job, or I could just get the job. Yeah. You know, and the opportunity was was good at the time as far as the salary was good. The, you know, the guaranteed uh, nature of the employment was good, and the um, increase, like you know, the steady increase in salary was also good. So I I said, you know, that's a guarantee. In my you know in my life, I like to take guarantees. Yeah. So I uh, you know I don't regret it at all. You know, it's paid for a great lifestyle, but uh, and it's been very rewarding to uh, to do it also oh yeah you're, you're i mean i've known you your, your dad coached me and lee and and literally you yeah. and your brother and uh we were the brewers yeah the brewers the <laughs> yeah we were the brewers yeah. yeah you were a stud man you played first base i think as a first base catcher yeah and, catcher uh, yeah. yeah i'm sorry you were a catcher yeah. too yeah, first you, base was you, my first position. You used to though. hit the ball like a million miles, man. Yeah, it was a, a lot of good stories, and uh, I don't want to relive literally. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that was that was for the best years of our lives. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I did. I, I guess I peaked. <laughs> That's how I feel like. I feel like at twenty five, I was doing really great, and then from there, I just fell off a cliff and like That's hit fun. every rock. Oh come on, you're doing great. <laughs> no, I'm, ba- I'm back. I'm bouncing back. No, I mean I, but, I'm happy for you, man. I'm really proud of you. Thanks, bro. Yeah, no, it's funny because you said you got like a 97 on the state test or whatever, uh, or the, well, the entrance exam. It was something like that, mid-90s, high 90s, something like that. Yeah, so I like, for firefighter, you have to take test two, right? And so I, there's like four of them. It's like two hazmat ones, which is brutal, and then like two firefighter ones. And it's all like written stuff. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I was killing the physical stuff. Like, I'm doing the extrication. I'm like, this is all you got? You know, taking like cars apart, like holding like one yeah. side. I was loving it. But yeah, I didn't. I I failed the, the every written test with a sixty nine. You get to remediate it, or yeah, you have to well, take it. But yeah, I know. I, I, I every one of them, I got a sixty nine, and the the passing is seventy. So, like by the time like it was the third time, and I got a sixty nine, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like I used to think this was the funniest number ever, and now just like sixty nine is not. People <laughs> like there he is the guy got a sixty nine. What a nerd, you know? That's so funny. I, I also <laughs> took the uh, test for uh, Baltimore City Police. You know? Oh yeah, that was a funny process, but like, I, I wasn't very interested in that job. But yeah, um, yeah. The uh, Inner Harbor is beautiful, though. Oh, it's really nice. And I, you know, I like to go out to eat there. There's Fogo de Chao over there, a really nice Brazilian steakhouse. It's and, so close and, uh, to D.C. I feel like it should be, like, they, like they a really that. nice. Like the, the Baltimore people and the D.C. people hate when you mention them in the same sentence. You know? Yeah, but they have the Wizards. Yeah, they used to share the Wizards. <laughs> yeah, they share the Wizards. The Baltimore wizards. Bullets used to be a, a team, you know, yeah. back in the day. And the, the, then there's the Washington Bullets. Uh, bring back the Bullets. You know, no, I'm like just saying bullets. that, like, Baltimore is such a beautiful city. Like, it, oh. it isn't, but the, the architecture is there. Like, if you just sent a whole bunch of cleaning crews in there and, like, got rid of all the trash. I remember there's some politician, and she was, like, walking around showing, like, how Baltimore could look versus how it did look. I mean, it used to be a very beautiful city, and then, uh, you know, just kind of went to hell, you know. But, uh, you know, there are definitely the Inner Harbor is a very nice, and they yeah. maintain it well, put a lot of money into it. I mean, dude, it's um, like 40 minutes from D.C. and, like, probably, like, two hours from New York Tops. Eh, probably, like, three. Oh, two hours yeah. from Philly. and Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I took the Baltimore City test, and I, and I did very well on that. But, like, the pay was, like, 
fifteen or sixteen thousand dollars less to start. So I wasn't as interested in that job. And um, I remember like my buddies, like, yeah, just take it anyway. You know, you'll stay with me down here. And um, I remember I, I took the written test. I did well, you know, somewhere in the nineties. And then um, he's like, yeah, you got to train. And I'm like, well, train for what? And he's like, you got to run a mile and a half. And I'm like, I'm, I'm 22 years old, Joe. Yeah. I, I can knock that out, no problem. I don't have yeah. to train for a that. A mile and a half is, like, you know? not far. Yeah. So like, you had a certain time cut off, and it was, like, something ridiculous. Yeah, like six days. It was, yeah. <laughs> like, it was, like, 16 and a half minutes. Yeah, but people sweat that you mile know? and a half thing. And I'm like, what are you talking It's a mile and a half. Like, exactly. Should, I could wake up hungover. Yes. And, like, be told you, I got 10 minutes to run a mile and a half and do it. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, the 10, mile, 10 minutes is, you know, pretty impressive, I guess. It, it's probably above average, certainly. But yeah. um, 16 minutes or 16 and a half minutes, whatever their testing allowed for, was just a joke. So, um, you know, I, I woke up. I, I go to this testing site or whatever, and you have to run a mile and a half. And uh, 16 minutes and a half or some shit. And um, I remember it was really cold and damp. You know, not really conducive for running, you know, really shitty. And I hadn't been running, but I still did it in like maybe ten, a little under 11 minutes or something like that. Yeah. And I remember like I was, you ever really run in the cold and you're like coughing up? It feels like you're oh, coughing up blood. Yeah, and, it's a, you your know, throat's like yeah, all dry because it's yeah. like hot, but yeah, it's the worst. So I'm like coughing up my, my life. <laughs> and uh, there's like this fat slob that just finished. <laughs> he finished like just under like the 16 and a half, maybe 1620 or 1615 or whatever the hell he did. Yeah. And the guy was like gushing to me. You know, <laughs> I'm like not in the mood to hear it. I hate running. I hate the cold. I hate the ball. Oh, yeah. You know? running, running in the cold is like I can run shirtless in warm weather all day, but cold. You get, like, the, your nose has, like, the little frozen snot ring. It's yeah. disgusting. You know, and, and then um, this guy's, like, bragging to me. He's like, yeah, you know, my wife told me if, uh, you know, if I pass this, so, you know, she'd do something special. But I don't want to tell you what she said she would do for me. Oh, and he's and, fat? That's yeah, he's I don't want to think about him. You know, so I said yeah. she promised me the same thing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you guys have to take like an annual fitness test or anything? Like one, or is it just one and done? No, it's just well. I mean, the academy is yeah. uh, you know just a constant test. Like you're pretty, you know? you're pretty jacked, dude. Do you- I mean, I, I used to really like weights, and I, I used to, I have a gold gym membership. I haven't gone to in about six or seven months. How but, much is uh, Gold's gym? I got a good police price. It's like less than fifteen bucks a month. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, what if, really what nice. if you're not police? Is it like? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, Twenty bucks a month, oh, five bucks a month. Uh, you know, I, for, I forget. You know, I, yeah, I just do Planet Fitness because it's like twenty, and you can work out at any gym you ever go. They to. They haven't busted my hump about uh, going to another Gold's Gym. Like, there's the one in Middle Island, New York. When I go back to uh, yeah. New York to visit, and it's you know close enough where I'll just go there. It's it's like a third of the size of the one I go to, um, which is like maybe ten minutes away. Mm-hmm. But. Um, they haven't said anything yet about me using – I don't know if my membership includes it or not. You know, I, no idea. I just show <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, I pretend like I scan – well, I scan in. I mean my, I do have the card, but, uh, you know. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think the most important foundation to like any, anybody's life is like a good physical fitness routine. Like I'm not saying everyone should look like The Rock or anything, but I feel like it's, it's It makes very... you feel better. You, know, <laughs> you feel accomplished and it's obviously healthy and then, you know, when you're – physically healthy uh kind of helps your mental health yeah yeah it's not gonna make you perfect believe me but (laughs) you must have had real problems (laughs) dude i've been like people think 
I go to the gym for like I just face my demons. Like I don't even know if there's anyone there or not because it's just like me and like flames all around me and like the devil and I'm just like cranking them out. I'm like, how much? What do you got for me today? You know? <laughs> People are probably like, this guy is nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I got to get back into it, but obviously with my uh, with my son, it was a little more difficult, and I was putting a lot of effort and you know attention into him. Yeah, and uh, you know he's getting better and more independent and. Uh, you know, I, I'll move out at the end of the month, and I'll be maybe five minutes closer to the gym. So oh, really? Be, there'll be less excuses. Did that, did that play a role in the location of your home? Was where the gym is? Man, the home buying process sucks. Like, yeah, so, so many papers. Now it's just awful. It's a, such a terrible market to buy. Yeah. Uh, aside from the interest rates, but um, like around the DC, um, you know, metropolitan area, it's like a very super competitive like market because of the government. You know, it's just the the federal government's such a leviathan of, of, you know, millions of people, you know, and it's, um, I, I would bid on a house, you know, yeah. and, and maybe the house was listed at, um, 900,000 or 800,000 or whatever. And, and then like, I'd get outbid by like 150,000. But was it, was it BlackRock? Have you heard of BlackRock? What the uh, the financial people that yeah they, they do yeah. that they like they'll if if they find out like say Dan's trying to buy a house they'll buy the house you're looking at and then offer you to rent it. Oh yeah, I mean I, I did hear that they were doing something like that. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's messed up. I'm not sure who won the bids on on the houses I was bidding, but I, I was getting outbid by like a hundred. I would either like I would bid slightly over asking, and I'd still get outbid by like a hundred hundred fifty grand. And it was just insane, yeah. you know. So, so my my house that I I actually won the bid for, and I'm moving into. Um, I went like twenty over, but I, I had certain concessions that I had to make. You know, certain concessions that I would not normally ever want to make, like no closing help uh, on like the closing costs, which is like you know thirty something thousand dollars, forty grand uh, for like all said and done. And then like I had to allow for the the people to. Remain in the house until their house was built, which is another like month and a half. Yeah. So like you're changing the toilet seats when you move in. Yes. Yeah. That's Actually, probably, that's the first move you got to make. Oh yeah. I mean, it's a it's an inexpensive thing. I mean, I'm not yeah. a very handy guy, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I can yeah. Screw yeah. On no. Yeah. All you seat. do is pop yeah. the plastic out. Yeah, yeah. I can help you if you need that. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good at cleaning toilets. Like Are I kind of pride myself. Yeah. Like my toilet. Like so. In the fire department, like you got to, when you're a rookie, you got to yeah. do all. And I really enjoy like after Mexican night cleaning in there because I'm like, we got a problem to solve today. You know, I get my clothes, I got my goggles because I'm not getting pink eye. Yeah, I'm like, in there. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, dude, what is wrong with you? I'm like, a lot. I have OCD and cleaning is is, is a coping mechanism. I was like, just let me work, all right? And like I got bleach. I'm like mixing the perfect amount of water. <laughs> you're like a fucking chemist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am. I'm like, and they go. They're like, dude, it's like never looked this good. I'm like, yeah. I try to keep it that way. I mean, was okay. your educational background in, in any type of science or not? No, my dad is OCD. So he, he, like if he if he goes to a restaurant, he'll put his wallet and his phone and his keys in a, the same order. And if like the waitress bumps in the table and moves it, like he just <laughs> like it'll stop me. I just go back to doing that. It's kind of funny. And wait, he like he loves Windex. Like he's just walking around cleaning everything like with Windex. With, Windex. Yeah. So he sounds right. like a regimented guy. I, I I like your dad. He's a really good guy. In fact, it was one of my favorite episodes of the podcast. Oh yeah, you know, he, really. Uh, I, I was thinking about maybe doing another episode with him when um because obviously we're in DC right now. But when I go to New York uh, tonight, or I guess tomorrow, I don't know. I'm going to Jersey tonight. What do you think of Jersey? They're New York wannabes. Yeah, what do you mean yeah. They're either, well, they're, they're either Philly wannabes. Yeah, or New York exactly. Wannabes. They, they, no one wants them though. You yeah. know, they have a ham pork roll. Who cares? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Bacon, egg, and cheese. All yeah, day, yeah, you yeah. Know? 
Yeah, because I remember, like, we all went to West Virginia, and there's a lot of Jersey people there and stuff, and they'd all be wearing Phillies hats or Yankees hats, but they're not from New York or Philly. I mean, the Yankee hat is iconic. You could wear that in uh, Ghana. Yeah, that's you how know. you can always tell somebody's really from New York is if they're wearing a Mets hat. Yeah, well, Yeah, because... I know a lot of guys from Jersey that are Mets fans, actually, yeah. coincidentally, and it's like, uh, you know, I'm like, who could possibly root for those guys? You know, it's just, uh, it's just abysmal. Like, I, I would... It's... Uh, Oh, I mean, I guess I rooted for the Jets for so long and yeah. the, the Knicks. So, I mean, I, yeah, I get I it. Yeah, I root for – I'm more of – like I like if my primary New York sports teams are like the Yankees, Nets, Islanders, and Jets. But I'll root for all New York teams. It's obviously not like the Bills or the Sabres. That's the Southern Canada team. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, they they then, are part of Canada. That's another pet peeve of mine is like, you know, you meet somebody. Hey, where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh, yeah. What, what part? Rochester. Yeah. I go, oh, Rochester, huh? So, like, you know, in D.C., I'm closer to New York City right now than I would be if I was in Rochester. You yeah, know, right. Like, yeah, well, New York is massive, the state yeah. of massive. Yeah. They should split it into, like, downstate and upstate. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, that would help things because... Because uh, upstate is like Alabama with snow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I my... Old roommate was from Orange County, and uh, that's only like an hour and a half, two hours outside of New York City. It's not that far up, but like, yeah. you know, it's a different world up there. You know, he's like, oh yeah, well, I'll get, we'll go get a dozen bagels, and these bagels are Thomas's bagels, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, oh, get the hell out of here. Oh, so a lot of New York people are moving to like Charlotte, and that's where Max lives. And I went down there, and they had like a Long Island bagels, and I went there, and they actually Did it live up to the hype. So they actually get the bagels from New York. Frozen, drive them down, and then unfreeze them through a pro. They're not. They're they're pretty close to New York bagels, because I, mean, I guess there's, there's such a demand for it because all the New Yorkers left. Yeah, of course. You know? I mean, the the best bagels in the world. Let's be yeah. honest. No, but, yeah, uh, not even close. You ever I, hear uh, George Carlin's comedy bit about like food and advertising? It's like when something advertises something, it means it's not that. Yeah. Like <laughs> like New York style pizza. Yeah, <laughs> not from New York. You know, <laughs> lemon flavored uh, ice. Not real lemon, you know, like that type of thing. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, you know, it's it's a true thing, and it's you know really funny. It's like you, I, there's a place in uh, you know DC. It's called New York uh, Pizza. Yes, yeah. the furthest yeah. thing from New York Pizza. Is, how is the food in DC? I mean, you know, uh, it's it's all right. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't order the pizza or the bagels. I mean, there's a, a couple maybe pizza places that are, are suitable, but like. It would be like B minus pizza in New York, where like you know mm. I could throw a dart in a phone book in, in New York and and yeah, and the, the like egg sandwiches from the deli are like a staple up there, and I haven't even been to a deli in, yeah, in, in twelve years here. Like, they got like Wawa. I've been to a Wawa. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at least at least you know what you're getting, and it's yeah. uh, you know six bucks for a, a turkey sandwich. And you're like, all right, I can live with this. But you know, if I go to a deli and I pay twelve bucks for something that's not even as equivalent to a Subway sandwich, and I'll be pissed. Well, that's the, that is the thing about – because, like, when you get in your 30s, like, your metabolism slows down, right? Oh, so, like, I, I had to switch – when I was younger, I used to eat, like, whatever I wanted pretty much, like, five guys or whatever. But, like, being down in Jacksonville, the food – Jacksonville isn't known for its food, you know? So, like, I, got, I do a lot of, like, egg whites and, like, uh, keto stuff, which is, is influenced by the fact that all the food is, like – there's nothing really I want to eat, like – 
You know, you know, I, I will say that, like, I guess Jacksonville doesn't really have an identity. Like, you know, like what are you po- talking about? We got the Jaguars. No, as far as like their cuisine. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, like, not the, no, like no, New York has a, a massive identity for like cuisine, like, yeah, you know, Italian, even Chinese, like the, the delis. Well, there's like know. 2000 languages in the world and every one of them spoken in New York. So there's like every type of yeah. food and like all the spices get mixed up. A hundred percent. Where like, like, I'm trying to think like D.C. has. I don't even know what the hell they do. Like the mumbo sauce is like some type of wing sauce they put on it. It's a yeah. I don't even know what the I've never had it. Because Philly's got cheesesteaks. Yeah, cheesesteaks. Boston's steaks. got what is Boston? They got clam chowder, chowder yeah. and seafood. You know, Baltimore Mar- Maryland's has got crab, crab cakes. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I enjoy a good crab cake. You know, but the South does have uh, they fry everything. Yeah, like fried right. Oreos. You ever had a fried Oreo? Yeah, they're delicious. Oh, you, know, you did. Like, that's yeah. straight to the bathroom. I'd step though. up. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd walk over my own mother to get one. <laughs> <laughs> a fried Oreo and a glass of whole milk. I'm like sweating, looking for the nearest Porter John at a fair. I'm like, oh no! What do you have? A lactose intolerance? Or oh what? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the yeah instantaneous. Oh man, I, I can only imagine. I, I have a, a friend I work with that uh, you know he, he loves dairy, but. Like a milkshake might put him in a coma. Oh yeah, you know it's like. But, but I always have to have. But it. he punishes himself. <laughs> like, you know, it's how it's how I lose weight. Like I'm like, oh, I was I, I need a I was one seventy six this morning. Let me have a glass of milk. Back to one seventy three. <laughs> you know, you sit there with a block of cheddar cheese. You know? <laughs> yeah, I say that. Cheese go. Yeah, cheese is brutal. Oh man. But milk is the quickest. That's the quickest. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad glad I didn't put milk in uh, the scrambled egg. <laughs> I would clean your toilet afterwards. Don't worry. I'd be like, Dad, give me some gloves. <laughs> but oh man, that's funny. Yeah, so I, I, it's 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 all right down here. I think I'd like to retire down south though eventually. Where where um, down south? Uh, Florida, maybe Georgia. You know, I trained in Georgia for like. Three and a little over three months. It wasn't bad. It was yeah. near in between Savannah and Jacksonville, actually. Savannah's yeah. beautiful, man. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I, beautiful city. There's some rough areas, but uh, you know. Yeah, me and the boys are planning a trip up there in a couple of weeks. Got to go see the bench with Forrest Gump. I think that's where they filmed it. In Savannah. <laughs> in Savannah? Yeah. Well, Forrest Gump is actually like it's an you think about movie. Yeah, but like Jenny is like the worst person oh, alive. Toxic. Yeah, she's you the know. worst. Yeah, like, we get it. Your dad was hands-on. But get over it, you know? You're taking out on yeah. poor Forrest. The guy loves the you. The guy's disabled. Yeah, exactly. You took advantage. You know. Then you got knocked up by him, took half his give, money. Give him AIDS. Yeah. You know? Like, come on. <laughs> it's a terrible... Like, if you think about it, it's yeah. like... Make like, him raise a child that's not his. <laughs> definitely you know, not like, his. Look, nothing know, like yeah, him. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a toxic bitch right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah the, Forrest is a good guy, though. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But, uh... Yeah, it's a beautiful city, and uh, you know it definitely has its uh, a great identity. I, I went there for uh, maybe New Year's, I think, in 2012. You know, it was really nice. In Savannah, yeah, okay. Um, and then we were walking. I think we got lost, and we got lost on like Martin Luther King Boulevard or something. And it was, you know, back before I had a gun. You know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, you know, speaking of New Year's. Um, people always ask me like down south. They're like, "Yo, uh, I want to go to Times Square for New Year's." Shit. And I always tell them, like, no, do not do that. You, have, you know you have to get in there at, like, 4 p.m. by the latest, and you got to, like, wear a diaper? Yeah. Because there's no there's bathrooms. There's no bathrooms, yeah. Yeah, and you're there from, like, 4 p.m. to those stupid ball drops. You got Ryan Seacrest, you know, trying to be funny. I mean, I, I did it. I, I didn't actually, like, participate on the street. We got a hotel, and we were partying in a hotel nearby. Yeah, no, there. I mean, you should party yeah. in New York for New Year's, 100%. But do not do the Times Square tourist thing. 
I mean, I got so trashed that night too. Oh man, you know, thank God we had a hotel. Yeah, I was, uh, I was when I was just got into the military. Like we went home or for uh, New Year's, and I got trashed, and I fell asleep, and uh, the girl I was with, like. Like, I wake up, and she's, like, pushing someone off me, and this homeless guy, I guess I had my mouth open, and he put his hand in my mouth. <laughs> like, and, like, you know, like, you wake up, and you're, like, confused to yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on, and I just see the most disgusting fingernails, and I'm, like, I'm, like, <laughs> like, I completely sobered up, because, like, it was, like, these gross fingernails on my tongue. <laughs> And she was like, she was like, I'm so sorry. I caught that at the last second. Like he just came by and put his whole hand in your mouth. And I was like, Christ. oh my, I'm like brushing my teeth, like Listerine. I'd be uh, Clorox. Yeah. yeah if I, uh, that's when I, I wasn't worried about COVID at that point. Cause I had experienced mm. so much in the past. Like if I can survive a homeless man's house, yeah. hand in my mouth. I wasn't really worried about it either myself personally, but, uh, you know, I mean, I guess, uh, I think I maybe had it once. Yeah. I had it, and it, it was not a good feeling. I'm sure it wasn't, uh, you know, a walk in the park, but uh, it wasn't that bad for me, personally. It was a couple of days. I didn't feel great. I, I was under the weather, and then, you know, I was fine uh, eventually. But, uh, you know, certainly didn't need to shut down the world. Yeah, well, so I was down in uh, – my buddy Kendu, he flies in, and we go down to Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And, like – the thing about COVID is it kind of fogs your head a little bit. So, like, I'm driving down there. I'm starting to feel a little funny. and But we're, we're driving from Jacksonville to Miami. And he got, like, this hotel. And then I guess he had coordinated with a whole bunch of my other friends. That I didn't even know he knew. He messaged him on Facebook. So, like, I get there, and it's all, was like, it my a, friends. Uh, was it a party or an intervention? <laughs> it, it, was, it was, like, a, mostly a party. But... <laughs> So, like, we get there or whatever, and, uh, like, I, I guess the, the COVID had gotten worse because the next morning, like, I wake up at, like, 3 in the morning, and I'm, like, I'm, like, sweating, and I'm, like, oh, like no. Fever. Yeah. And I didn't know where I was because sometimes when I wake up, I'm, like, how did I get here? You know, because that's happened before. <laughs> and so I go to the bathroom, and, like, I see all this white powder on the sink, and I'm, like, oh, shit, you know. I like, baby powder. Yeah, I'm, like, this, well, I got to get out of here. And, like, uh, the bed's all – so I just – Got like got my keys and I'm stumbling and in the lobby everyone's speaking Spanish and I'm like, like where am I you know like so I'm like little Havana yeah I, <laughs> so I just get in my car and I leave and I call my dad and I'm like dad I'm so sorry and he's like it was like two hours in because I I didn't have the courage to call him you know <laughs> I, he's like he's like oh no Sammy you're you're just you got the COVID he's like all oh, your boys are there he's like they they tested you because you like passed out at some restaurant <laughs> they what, brought they you back to the room yeah so it, I had COVID bad. And I was like, oh, so then my buddy calls me and he's like, dude, where'd you go? And I was supposed to bring him back to Jacksonville. And I was like, listen, man, like, sorry, I'm already in Jacksonville. Like, you know, you can probably change your flight. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So that COVID's no joke. No, I, I'm sure it's not pleasant. I'm certainly. No, yeah, if you're yeah. like, I could see how if you're like older and stuff like that, or you have, it can knock you, like it can hurt you bad. Certainly. You know, I mean, there's certain people definitely at, at high risk, you know, but, uh, it wasn't something I personally was worried about in my no, early No, but you're 30s. a young guy who's in shape. You know, I had um, – I have a very robust immune system. Yeah. I, you know, I you – yeah, it's just something I've lived with, I guess. You know, I mean, when I, when I lost my father, it was, uh, it was a consideration on uh, – like he, he, he had a very uh, – it was like a weird thing where he had a heart attack on a treadmill 
He, you know, he was in very good shape. He yeah, was he a was vegetarian. Jacked, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he didn't eat red meat. You know, he just ate chicken and fish, and, and uh, he worked out five times a day. Yeah, and, I saw him at the gym every time I go yeah, home. Yeah. yeah, he used to, you know, live for that. Like that was his routine. You know, he 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 was a little uh, obsessive compulsive with it with his regimental uh, thing. You know. Yeah. And um, he's on a treadmill. He had a heart attack. You know, and um, they bring him to the hospital. I get a call from my mother at three in the morning. I'm at work. Um, and uh, I leave work, obviously, and I, I pack a bag to drive up to New York, and I drive up to New York, he's on life support. And um, he just never really um, came back. You know, he never really uh, overcame that. And, and at the very end, I, I thought it was going to be something manageable, treatable, that he was going to be able to bounce back. But um, it was right at the height of COVID, you know. But, like, I wasn't even thinking, like, to test him for it, you know. I, if they test him, nobody told me that he had it or not, but... It always sticks in my mind that he might have, like, that might have been it. You know, yeah. What did, what did him in, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, your dad was a great guy. and I mean, he did coach Lee and I in baseball. He was always good to us. And, you know, I'm really sorry he, for he your He was loss. definitely good, you know. And, uh, I, you know, you, you missed that. And I know you lost your mother. And, and obviously that's what the you know the podcast is about. It's what it's uh, named about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Four Lee um, podcast, yeah. But, um, you know, you, you miss certain things. Like, you know, you're watching the news and you're like, man, I would fire my dad up. Let me, <laughs> let me give him a call. Or, you know, yeah. the Yankees just, uh, you know, came back in the ninth. Let me give him a call, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, 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 like, you know, you just can't do it. You know, he's not there to call him. And, then I, you know, my dad, if I called him at 2.30 in the morning, he'd answer no problem, no questions asked. You know, he might even be awake, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was super reliable. You know, it was one of his best features was uh, his reliability. I you know, went up to New York with a friend. Uh, we were going to help his sister move out of a toxic uh, relationship. And uh, we take a train up because we're renting a U-Haul in New York when we get there. Yeah. And um, I called him at 3.30 in the morning to pick us up from the train station. He was there. Remember on Concord? Yeah. I think we went into Port Jeff, actually. Okay, okay. But, uh, you know, it, it was just, uh, he was just super reliable. And, you know, I miss him, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing about... Um, I mean, any time I do a podcast and we talk about this stuff, but, like, you you never, like, stop missing the person. Like, and there's always, like, every day... You I'm, think about it, yeah. Yeah, I, something reminds you of your dad. Like, it's been almost three years, and I, I think about him every day, you know. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it never gets easier. No, it doesn't, you know. And I, like, you know, I'll, I'll admit, like, at my wedding, I got choked up. You know, I, I'm, I'm standing there at the altar, and they got this big, blown-up photo of him sitting out at, at one of the front seats, you yeah. know, and I look at him, I'm like... Oh my God! They they need that, that need didn't need to be there. It's just gonna choke me up here. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's tough, man. Um, and, you know, obviously the wedding was about a little over two years ago, so it was you know closer to his death than it is now. But yeah, you know, you, you do still think about it, and, and uh, you know, it's made me stronger, I guess, in a way. Um, so when you're like, I mean, I don't know if you do, but for me, like, sometimes I get like really, like, I can't stop the the spiral like I'll just be like I'll be like everything's going good and then something will happen and it just like keeps adding up adding up and I like, get like more and more I, I like I'm depressed or whatever you call it but like what do you do to combat the those feelings I mean I, I don't think I really ever suffered from depression or certainly not on a like you know some some days are bad you know yeah. I don't have all I don't live in a utopia but um you know I mean you just got to think about your blessings you know like I, I'm I'm gainfully employed i have a you know nice home i i have a great family uh, you know my son's healthy um 
you know, I mean, I, I just have so much to be thankful for, you know, and it's like, you know, people in other countries and like, you know, dealing with people that are much less fortunate and they don't even have to be homeless, just people, you know, driving around with beaters that can't even afford to like register their cars or put gas in their cars and they're driving around and it's just like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I don't have their problems, you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, like life's not all about money, but you know, money, you, know, you, you can attest to that. You've, you've made good money in your life and you've done. I've also blown good money in my life. Yeah, you know. <laughs> We're about even. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but like, you know, by blowing the money, I'm, I'm sure you have uh, enjoyed it and you've learned lessons and. Uh, oh yeah, dude. That was my thing is after everything happened, I was like, well, you know, I'm not gonna like, cause my, my mom, when she they were like, my parents were the same age. They were like two years away from, from hanging everything up and retiring and stuff. And then, obviously, when my mom's thing happened, my dad just, he, he didn't want to not work because, like, you know, then you just, you know, you get distractions or whatever. But they, my mom wanted to, like, go travel the world. But, like, obviously, she didn't get to do that, right? And that's not her fault. But, and then with Lee being so young, I was like, you know, I'm not going to, there's not going to be anything that I, that I don't take a shot. Like, I, shoot or shoot. Like, yeah, that's my absolutely. motto, you know? Like, I, I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And uh, so, like, I went to Europe a whole bunch. I mean, I've been... Like, I travel the world, like, whether it's through the military or on my own, like, I did it, and obviously it costs money, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? But, um, like, the, you, you pay for the experience, and, yeah. you know, the life experience. Yeah, and, so it's hard to say, like, I regret that because I don't, you know? Like, because I've, you know, like, I felt like, it, like, my mom was with me when I'd go to all these places absolutely. that she wanted to go to and stuff like that, and Lee, um, you know, she probably wasn't with me when I bought a motorcycle. She would not have liked that, but, you know, that was I'm not into motorcycles either. So yeah. I'm with her on that. Like, you know, you <laughs> like, can't no, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to learn to ride a motorcycle. Uh, like, jujitsu. Uh, like, I always liked fighting, you know, like, in the, Ar- the Army yeah, had course. combatives programs and did all that. So I was like, you know, let me do jujitsu and, like, and I love that stuff. So, like, I just kind of, like, like, you know, you ever see Titanic? Yeah, and you know, like when when Jack's like Rose, live your life, and they talk about all the stuff they yeah, want to do. Babies, and, yeah, and then yeah, she's like two hundred years old, and she's like laying yeah. in bed. And there's all the pictures of her when she was hot. Yeah, and she does all the stuff they talked about. That's kind of what I was like. I'm gonna do. Like I always take, you know, like I don't have like the big time desire to like travel the world. Like yeah. I, I could give less than two shits about Europe or Asia or, or anything yeah. like that. I mean, maybe Italy would be nice. I'm yeah, not sure. Italy is. They have bidets the, there too. Have you ever bidets? used? Have no. you ever used a bidet? I might, uh, I got a chat. My new house might have one. Yeah, let me tell you something. What, replace that bidet. If, if you move in there and they got a bidet, you're going to want a new one. But once you do get that new bidet, you're gonna, it's going to be a life changer. Life. <laughs> it's going to be a life changer for sure. Yeah. You don't need Zoloft. You just need a bidet. <laughs> oh, man. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I prefer my tra- travel to be, uh, you know, within the con- you know, U.S. And there's so many places to go in the U.S. That's oh, yeah. Have you ever be been great. to Chicago? I flew into O'Hare once. Yeah, I want to <laughs> go to Chicago because it's like I've done New York and L.A. Yeah. And like, all, you know, all the cities on the East Coast and West Coast. But I've never done Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, you know, it's a crime-ridden city there. No, I mean, I'm not safe. going to the south side, but I want to go to like downtown. You know, like they're they're like equivalent of Manhattan, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what their neighborhoods. I don't know either. I mean, I I know they have a rampant problem in Chicago with uh, they they have um, certain policies put in place where they can't even pursue criminals on foot for felonies or something. The way because I I told you I'm big into the Reddit stuff. Like yeah. the Reddit tourism for Chicago says like if you're in there, I guess it's like they're downtown you know like you're fine but if you go 
you know, outside of that, you know, it could get worse. But yeah, I'd love to go to Chicago. Like the, it's not the Sears Tower anymore. I think it's called like the Willard Tower. It's always the Sears yeah. Tower to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you change the name of like a historic building. Like the maybe. Staples Center is always the Staples Center. I don't care if they call it the Crypto. Wait, the Staples Center is not the Staples Center. Yeah, they changed the name of it in LA. Years ago. Yeah, they but should change, they should call it the Kobe Center or something. Yeah, I mean, certainly not the Crypto Center. Like who, you know. Yeah. It's, the Staples Center, it's for forever, you know. Yeah, to you me, can, you it's know. like calling the World Trade Center like the the O'Malley Building. You can't just change the name. Yeah, I mean Yankee Stadium is always going to be Yankee Stadium. Yeah, like, no matter what yeah. they call it, you know, no matter who pays the, the for advertising or whatever. Well, I guess know. City Field is not like City yeah, you, with a Y. It's uh, after, it's City with an yeah, I, right? It's after a bank. The bank. Yeah, that's an I. I just realized that. I thought it was City, like you know New York City. Yeah, city, yeah. But, yeah. they should have called it like Ebbets. Ebbets. Yeah. <laughs> the the Dodgers. Because it is shaped, yeah. the old Brooklyn, yeah. Did it really? Huh. Um, it is, the front of it. I is haven't looked, been to that new stadium yet. I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. Well, honestly, I don't like the new Yankee Stadium. It's not new. It's 14 years old at this point. Yeah, what they built uh, in 2009? Yeah. I remember me and Lee went to a Red Sox game, the inaugural season. It was pretty cool. We were sitting on third baseline. I went to Fenway a couple times. You know, the only good thing about that rat, <laughs> rat nest. I hate Boston people. You know, I like the city, but I hate the people. Is... Um, the stadium itself, you can go from the upper deck to the field level without having to, like, change through tunnels or anything. You just walk straight down the bleacher. Really? Yeah. It's super old. I mean, I just, you know, the oldest ballpark, you know, pretty much, other than maybe Wrigley. But, uh, you know, my aunt used to live in, in Boston, um, and she was an AP photographer. You know, she'd cover a lot of sporting events. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I went to a couple Red Sox games. Uh, you know, she would, you know, hook it up and... Um, you know, I mean, it, it's, you know, got its charm, obviously, but, uh, you know, then when everybody's, uh, you know, drunk and rowdy and you have to hear those Boston accents, it's just uh, unbearable. You know what they're yeah. Saying, yeah. yeah, it's just unbearable. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, uh, I don't know, it was a nice trip up there, though. They had a good, they had a good decade, though, that was when the Celtics won. Oh, the, the Bruins, Patriots. The Bruins, yeah. obviously the Patriots, and then the Red Sox. The they, Cheaters. They, yeah, they were winning everything, yeah. Yeah, it's a sickening thing. I mean, I know we had the '90s, but uh, you know. Yeah, but all we—I mean, the Giants won a few rings, the Yankees, but I mean, yeah, yeah, the Knicks Islanders haven't, haven't won since the '80s. The Knicks haven't won since the '70s. It was the '73 was the last time they won yeah, or something. Like that? Whenever Walt Clyde laced it up. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Ewing didn't win it. I feel bad for Ewing because if he was like in any other era, he definitely gets at least one. But he had to go against Jordan, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, he was, all those uh, guys, Charles Barkley. In 99, I mean, he was a little older, but uh, he was close when they, they Oh, lost yeah, they the, ran uh, into uh, Buzzsaw because they you had uh, Tim Duncan as a, what is he, a rookie? And then yeah. they had um, David Robinson. Yeah, it was, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sickening series. I, I, like, I'm that type of fan that, like, when my team loses, I get, like, an ulcer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, my dad's like that. He he throws on the, the T-shirt of his, like, West Virginia's playing that day. He's, like, you know, blue and gold, going to get a bagel. And then if they lose, he goes up and changes and goes to bed. <laughs> like, he doesn't even talk to anybody. He just goes to bed. How they've been recently. West I, Virginia? Know, yeah. Oh, they got this clown Neil Brown as uh, the coach. And he's always like, trust the climb. But the, the climb's been like 500 at best, you know? Like, he's five years. The climb's now, been a decade at best, yeah, but yeah. these are four well, years. We know. had Huggins, who was a great basketball coach, but then, you know, the guy goes on a crazy bender after he was on probation for like yeah. another bender, and he gets like pulled over in Pittsburgh. Like, he was riding oh. on rims and like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure got, got to be real forgiven in the city of Pittsburgh oh, for, yeah, for I, him. Yeah, no, he got a, yeah, he's done. I don't even know who their coach is now, but yeah, so anyway, to answer your question, West Virginia's been. I mean, it's still the, the like even they're partying. They they're not number one anymore. 
That was what they were unstoppable yeah. at. But I'm sure there's been a couple couches uh, lit on fire, you know? Yeah, well, so the university bought, like, where all that used to happen and, like, mm-hmm. knocked it down and been, built international student housing, you know? I didn't realize that West Virginia was a highly sought-after international university. Yeah, because they get all these international students pay, like, top dollar, and then they come in, and then they, yeah. So then they're not partying, you know? No. They're not burning couches. No, of course so, not. So, yeah, yeah. I did a couple uh, week different weekends over there in Morgantown. I, I made it there twice. It was, you know, a nice trip. You know, High Street, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, the roads there are, like, super narrow. You feel like you're going to drive off a cliff. Yeah. You know, it's uh, definitely... Uh, yeah, it's not for the faint or weak-hearted. Yeah, yeah. You learn to drive, in, like, growing up in New York and then living in West Virginia, Virginia, like I know how to drive in anything. Oh yeah, no, you have to uh, like the the West Virginia part for the uh, the narrowness uh, of the roads up there and the mountains, and in New York for the uh, just, just temperament. Yeah, yeah. Like, you need a certain temperament and aggression, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, feel, you have to be able to sling it and give it out. You <laughs> yeah. know, uh, well, that's take it. In West know. Virginia, they're all like friendly. Like, do you get to yeah. a four way intersection? It's like Everybody's you go, waving. no, you go, yeah. and I'm like, yo, someone go, just someone, you know, like who is this guy? You know, like, who invited this clown oh, to the party? My God. Like and, and I I never forget like I was we were driving I was driving with my father and he was driving off a twenty five A and by Rocky Point off the bypass and yeah. uh, somebody cut him off and he like had a little bit of a temper <laughs> for that he's honking and he's letting him have it a little bit yeah and it was like some older woman just flipped him off you know? <laughs> yeah that's you how know, we say hello like, in New York yeah <laughs> it's like, you know, she was probably collecting social security she's she that just old, came you know? from church was like yeah this yeah, guy flipped him right off. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I mean, it's funny to me in the passengers, uh, you know, it's just really funny, but, yeah. um, there's nothing like when you're amped up and angry and someone's oh. laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was so funny. I mean, uh, you, you definitely, uh, definitely learn with the best of them in New York. I hate driving to that city though, man. That's oh crazy. yeah. I, I, if I'm in, the, if I'm in the city, I like to use subway and just walk around, but if you got to do it. It's the worst because, like, when I'm a pedestrian walking, I, I don't, you know, I walk in front of cars. I'm, I'm the worst. But, like, when I'm driving, I'm like, this cloud, get, get out of You know, you just walk away flat, you know. Every time I go to that city, I, it's almost like I almost end up getting into a shooting or something. <laughs> you, know, like, um, you know, there'd be, like, some homeless guy wielding a hammer, walking in tongues. Yeah. Or some guy with a, like, a three-foot screwdriver or pry bar. And it's like, yeah. you know. Waving that around like a sword, you know. I'm like, what the hell is? Yeah, they going got the on crazy here? eyes yeah, going. Yeah, so right. I just look them right back, and I'm like, I'm just as crazy yeah, as you yeah. are. I'm might be a little more nuts. You want to figure it out? You know, you ready to go? I'm ready to go. They're like, oh, pal, I don't want any problems. You should get some help. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah take I'm my work- meds. I'm working on it. You got Spotify on that smartphone? Because they got the thing now. Like the homeless guys are, they'd be like, yeah, just cash at me or whatever. Yeah. Swipe your card here. I'm like, oh, get, get out of your mind. I was uh, driving home one time from a double, and. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like seven in the morning, and I'm at a re- um, a red light right near a Denny's. You know, <laughs> the Denny's to, to my left. Yeah. And uh, you know, the Denny's like all the hookers and prostitutes and and pimps and shit. They and go pancakes. there. Pancakes. You know, they go there at three in the morning. They split a, a, a tall stack and <laughs> you know, divvy up the money, whatever. You yeah. know, and at seven in the morning is the homeless guy panhandling, and um, he goes, you know, I- I'm hungry. So I had like this sandwich, uh, bag chips, can of soda, and, and a little box. Uh, right next to me, actually. I was going to bring it home. I said, you know what? This guy needs it more than me. Let me give it to him. You know? <laughs> it's a nice little lunch. It's, it's sealed. Yeah. It's good to go. And he looks at it. He goes, man, I want pancakes. I don't got no pancakes, my man. I, you know, I don't have <laughs> yeah. any. You yeah, know. Yeah. And he goes, well, you got any money you know, to, to go to the well, I don't have any money, my man, either. You know, I don't have yeah. any money. He goes, well, there's a gas station right there. You want to use the ATM? Yeah. Like, you want me to fuck you up? <laughs> you know? 
and like he goes, oh, no, 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 I don't want that, man. I don't want that. And I'm like, you know, how bold is it? Like, you know, you're, you're saying you're hungry. Here's a turkey sandwich, chips, yeah. and a soda. And it's like, uh, no, I don't want that. I want this. And it's like, well, I don't have this. Well, then how about some money? Yeah. And I'm like, man, I was like at the end of my rope. You know, was, yeah. After being up for like 20 hours, it's like you're fired up. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm with you, you know, that road is a real hellhole. But I drive through it every day. Yeah. And every day I'm ready to go. I'm like... <laughs> You know, it's like really funny. Well, I mean, we got we got about sixty seconds left, so I'm going to turn it over to you to close out. No, it's just great seeing you, Sam. It's great to see you doing well, man. The oh, podcast thanks, man. is great, and uh, you know, I definitely look forward to each episode. And, uh, <laughs> You're a friend of the pod. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a friend of the pod. And it's like Pokemon; you try to catch them all. You know, it's like uh, yeah. I do my best. I appreciate you, man. It's good seeing you. Um, I love you. Love you too, bro. All right. You know how to dap up. Some people don't. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening.